welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, Jessica Parr, and I'm so excited to have you here with me. We're going to explore some of my favorite topics, making money, entrepreneurship, business coaching, relationships, mindset, and of course, horses. So come along for the ride. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I have a story time for you as promised. And this one was interesting. I didn't have a plan. I'm not having a plan going into these episodes. Otherwise, I'm never going to get them done. So I actually found my childhood diary the other day and I thought I would make it about some of the crazy shit I found in there. (laughs) Um, So I hope that you resonate with this. I, um, it definitely was honestly a good experience for me to talk about it out loud. So I, uh, I can't wait for you to hear it, but I also wanted to remind you, if you are someone who is interested in having a mentor in your life, you are making a change in your career, you're interested in building your own business, you want to make money online, you want to generate content, it doesn't have to be equestrian specific. I have a fantastic group of women in my one-to-ones right now, and I have a couple spaces left. The bonus for those women and the three-month commitment that one-to-one coaching is, is that they're being put in a Voxer group chat and... The craziest magic happens when a bunch of ambitious women get together and they're doing and striving for the exact same things. The amount of quantum leaps and resonance in this group and just the energy and vibe and level of support you're going to get. Of course, you're also getting one-to-one support with me, but it's on another level. And that's what my business is going to be this year. Like I am not here for people in the waiting zone. I'm not here for the people who are so aggressively fighting for their own limitations. I am here for the women who want to make big ass moves in their life. You want to quit your job and start full-time in your business. You want to leave a toxic relationship. You want to build your confidence selling on video online, whatever it is, get in touch. If you're interested in this program, it is life-changing honestly, and I can't wait to work with you. So make sure you DM me if you have any questions and I hope you guys love this episode. I'm a little nervous, not going to lie, but it's a goodie. I'll see you soon. Okay. I am back with a story time for you guys. And I don't have a story in mind at this time. (laughs) Um, But I guess that's kind of a relevant point as well, is that I have a interesting history with a lot of gaps in it because I have a bad memory. My therapist says it's from trauma. And I'm sure this is probably something that many of you can relate to, um, where there's like a lot of gaps in your childhood or your upbringing and it's blank space. Okay. So I found this journal I must have kept as a kid. I think I got it when I was eight and I found it in my office closet here. I cannot remember. Oh, I was going through for, um, Christmas decorations and it had a lock on it and everything. The lock did not work. So I broke into my own eight-year-old's head and it was ter- It was terrifying. I am re-traumatized reading this journal. I, I had this idea, you know, like of my kid's self, but I don't have a lot of videos. I don't have a lot of like, I don't even have a lot of childhood photos anymore. And this girl, okay. 
I'll go through the good things first. She clearly was very creative. She like wrote song lyrics in her diary. That's what we'll call it. It definitely wasn't a journal. It had a lock. And I had lots of like little poems and I was just so dramatic about everything and was so artsy and imaginary about everything and just like talking about myself like I was the coolest person I've ever met. And I was reading this like, I don't even think this is mine. This can't be mine, but it's my writing. It's my stories. And I was just kind of shocked. I don't know if any of you have these. Like I was such a writer as a kid. It's actually terrifying to think about because I hope that none of those things are like floating out in the abyss available to someone that's <laughs> fine. Other than this diary, which I am going to burn because I cannot believe some of the stuff that I wrote in there. But it's like, it's nice to look back on that. I had no idea that that was my brain. And it's so crazy. I... I loved singing. I loved playing music. I loved dirt biking and playing sports. I thought I was the baddest ass of a human. Um, some of the stuff. Okay, hold on. I Now I got to pull it out. Guys, I literally hit it. So I'm pretty sure this is going to take me a minute. I, I clearly hit it very well. Okay, come on. Yeah. The the front of it says secret stuff and it looks like a burn book. So, oh my God, is it really not going to unlock? Is there an actual code? Oh no. It says, I wrote somewhere, my eyes only on the front of it here. But is there, a, there is no way there's a lock. I shouldn't have closed it. Oh no, guys, what would it be? <laughs> There's an actual combination. What is it? A-M? Oh, I remembered it. How did I remember it? How is that in my brain? Oh my gosh, okay, that's so weird. I can't remember what I did all this morning and yet I can remember a three-letter combination to a diary I had in 2001, so. Let's get into this. It says, received in 2001, age eight, continued. <laughs> I am not sure that I should read this aloud. It is insane. But just some of the things in here, like a lot of complaining about my little brother, of course, because he would be annoying at that age. And there's just a lot of talking about how I know what I'm doing and I have this big plan and complaining about other people not understanding me uh, clearly as an eight-year-old. Um, I can't believe this. Okay, I'm going to read it. If they were me, they would know. I'm a lot better at being what I was born as than what they can make out of me. <sighs> can you tell how re-traumatized I was? Are you kidding me? He doesn't get it. I'm clearly talking. I think I'm talking about. I think I'm talking about my dad. But anyways, I was just such a baller. Clearly, like. I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of positive stuff in here, too. And I'm basically just like updating myself on all of the random things that have been going on in my life. But I talk a lot about loving writing 
loving Roxy and Rusty and just kind of going through all of this, you know, <laughs> integrate. Oh, geez. All of these different grades and the dogs and the cats and like, it's so cute. There's a lot in here that I, I'm scared of, <laughs> but okay. So the point of this story is that it actually broke my heart because there's a lot of pages here. So I read through it and we're in what, 2006 now. So I've had this for six years and I, I sound like a completely different person. I'm trying to figure out how old I would be at this point. Five days until Christmas. I think I'm in high school, maybe. I must be. Here we are, 2008, where my grandpa died. And my letter to him in here. And then these letters that just got so much darker about my feelings and myself. Like, I'm talking about my weight and how I need to do this and do that and like how ugly I am and how I ate my face off at this family event. So I'm going to go um, on a run and what else is in here? It's just basically like reading this evolution of all of a sudden somewhere in my life, like things just got so different. And I'll, I'm busy reading this while I'm on the podcast. I, a lot happened when I was younger. A lot of, a lot of things happened in my family. My family had some really traumatic life events happen. We lost people. Um, my dad also went through it in his own experience and it caused him to, you know, he's an alcoholic and it changed my life as I got older, especially kind of after I was 10. And I was really um, kind of singled out in my family because I was, and I'm reading this, I was like, oh my God, I was so opinionated. I was so bold. I was a little crazy and wild. And it kind of reconnected me to, I lost that somewhere. And it makes me sad to kind of read these messages to myself, I guess is what they are. I don't know whoever, I never would have let anyone read this, but just the way that I talk about myself and how negative it gets and how demeaning it gets and how I can see the things in my life over this period of time really changing my makeup as a human. And obviously this happens to all of us. I mean, we all have things in our life that affect us so deeply in our upbringing, in our school, uh, society in general. And I guess um, I really just want to tie back into that little psychotic, cool eight-year-old girl that I found in here. Um, I really want to channel her energy and just be the freaking main character because reading this, she is the main character. And then as I go through here, 
everyone else becomes the main character and I become the victim of my own voice. You know, I, I call myself these names. I say that I'm selfish. I say that I'm this and that. And it's actually just crazy to think about this. Um, and you know what? When is the last thing I put in here? 2010. 2010. That's the end of high school. So to see this and to see how different I become... I am, I'm floored. I'm not sure if I should make this into a podcast, but I'm going to take something from this. I'm actually going to go through it. I, I read it. And as I started noticing what was happening, I, I couldn't, I couldn't keep going, but I, I think I should go through this and kind of tune in back to that inner child who clearly had this huge personality that I didn't remember and got completely thwarted in her adolescence and her teenage years. And that's what happened. I mean, I, I was going through a lot of emotional and verbal abuse and I turned into a completely different person that hated myself, that hated my life, that was completely lost, that had no self-respect, that had no idea how to have relationships without an anxious attachment. And it changed my brain chemistry, obviously. So as someone doing all this work, you know, I remember when I was like 26, 27, and I thought, I'm so glad that period of my life is behind me. I am so over it. I am so past it. I'm healing. And as a 30 year old, you just come right around the corner and go, oh, like this is a circular thing. <laughs> it really does come up. It really does still impact me and influence me and my decisions and my feelings and the relationship that I have with myself today. I'm sure that you guys can relate to this. I never, I don't even have memories of this. I don't even remember being that vibrant. And so it's crazy to read this stuff and think, holy shit, like I need to find this person again. So that's going to be this year for me. <laughs> This is a new story. I have always felt really heavy and weighed down by my past, my family, my upbringing, and some generational trauma. And it is a, it has impacted me deeply over my it, the course of my life. Um, and it's very sad to read it in here. Some of the things that I'm clearly going through and I'm trying to tell myself I'm being overreactive about, but. From a different perspective, I can absolutely see what I endured. And so I'm going to have a lot more compassion for myself. And I hope that this is what you take from this episode. I hope that you can think about yourself as that little, crazy, wild, amazing, stubborn, opinionated kid and tap back into her and think about all of the shit that she went through and kind of lost herself. Because I think this is like the full circle of deep healing, right? Like we rediscover who we were before everyone else imparted on us. And so 
I hope that this resonates with you guys. I certainly am going to be walking through January with a different kind of wind at my back after going through this. And also just like, it's cathartic for me to share this. I don't know if that was much of a story, but we got somewhere. I'm really enjoying these. I hope that you guys are taking something from them. I hope that you can have a deep understanding and compassion for yourself and your past and the things that you went through and the traumatic events that you endured and how they've shaped you as a human, but also how you can go back to being the main character of your freaking life. I mean, at the end of the day, this is all we have. This moment is all we have, this body, this life, this brain. This is all we have. We are all we have. So it's almost better just to (laughs) say fuck it and love the shit out of yourself because you deserve it. Okay. I will see you guys so, so soon.